Without question, the biggest fear running on repeat in every pharmacist's mind boils down to one common focus, that you're not enough. This feeling of unworthiness plagues our metric-focused profession that rewards performance and spikes when you feel like you can't do something that you feel you should be able to do. Inadequacy can stop you in your tracks, but in this episode, I'm going to share with you three simple tips you can practically use to flip the script and dispense your full potential. This is part eight in the 10-part series on disempowering emotions pharmacists face. So let's dive in and script your antidote to inadequacy. While this one is the most debilitating and even shameful feelings that there is to face as a pharmacist, there is a positive purpose it serves if you know how to use it. Now, feeling inadequate is simply trying to bring to light the reality that you don't yet have the skill needed to do the task at hand, keyword being yet. The feeling is telling you that in order to properly handle the situation that you're facing, you need more info, context, strategies, experience, or methods in order to manage it right. This is very different than your self-worth and identity. But unless you use the emotion of inadequacy to act on it and grow and make a meaning from it that stretches the label from your skill set to your value as a person, it can shake you to your core. So what we're going to talk about here is the less deep version because what I want to empower you to do is to prevent it from getting to that deep of a place. So speaking directly back to inadequacy of a task and not self-worth, an example would be if you were a first-year pharmacy student at your pharmacy and a patient comes up to you and was on numerous medications for multiple comorbidities who asked you what they could take over-the-counter for their acid reflux and fever they've been having since returning from their trip overseas. I know I laid a lot on there because in that little snippet, there are multiple levels of complexity to that situation that you would be highly unlikely as a first-year pharmacy student to appropriately address. Because I'll be real, just as a pharmacist, you'd probably want to do in-depth research and you couldn't give a straight answer off the cuff without more information. Because you would need more information, more context, more training, more experience. And in that example, confirmation from your pharmacy preceptor and all the other legally applicable insights. But regardless of where you are in your pharmacy career, there are three simple steps that you can take to actually use the feeling of inadequacy to your advantage. Here's step one. Assess your reality. This comes from asking yourself a really simple question. Am I feeling inadequate for a valid reason or do I need to change my focus on how I'm perceiving the situation? Because the reason you have to start here is that as a likely overachiever, the standard or rule that you probably set for yourself in order to determine your adequacy is likely not very fair. 
Back to the previous example that I used as a pharmacy student, if you expect yourself to be able to make these high-level interventions in your first year as pharmacy school, how often do you think that you're going to feel inadequate? If you have yourself set up to have these really high expectations far removed from reality, it's not even legal to do that without your pharmacist preceptor. <laughs> but you expect it. But how often do we make it so easy for ourselves to be so overly hard without rational reasoning? It's more often than not, the rules we make for ourselves to feel inadequate are easy to slip into, while at the same time, we make feeling confident an almost impossible feat that's only allowed for us to get there someday if. <laughs> Literally, we set ourselves up for failure with the rules and standards we set. We make it super difficult to feel confident and so, so easy to feel inadequate if we're honest with ourselves. That's why step one is so important. So I wanna ask you, are you making it easy to feel inadequate by the rules that you are setting for yourself and hard to feel confident. What has to happen in order for you to feel inadequate? And what has to happen for you to feel confident? That's something to think about. If, however, you genuinely have reason for the feeling, the message that inadequacy is giving you is that you need to find a way to improve your method of handling the situation from how you've been handling it in the past. This brings us to the second step for scripting your antidote for inadequacy. Step two, appreciate the boost to improve. When you're in pharmacy school, you've got structure. You've got certainty. You know a clear plan for growth with a focused target to hit. Graduate, pass the boards, and get a job. But once you're a pharmacist, the feeling is described as being disorganized, no plan or structure, feeling uncertain about what's next, almost like you're an imposter competing against everybody else. If you're looking for a clear growth plan specific to what you want to do in growing your career in a supportive community that keeps you accountable, you need the Pharmacist Growth Group. Whether you're a new grad or a seasoned pharmacist, if confusion has been going up and your confidence has been going down, I want to invite you into clarity, confidence, and consistent growth personal and professional progress to live life on your terms. Happiness is not an endpoint. Happiness is progress. Click the link in the show notes to join hosted by yours truly. I'll see you on the inside. Remember the fact that you're not perfect. You don't need to be, and no one actually expects you to be. Believe it or not, truth be told, the only one really expecting you to be perfect is yourself. Unless you realize that this is something that you have thought other people have put on you. And oftentimes if you do and you actually ask that person, they're going to say, what do you mean? No way. I don't expect to be perfect. But you believe that impress, you, you put that 
kind of assumption on for so many years. So oftentimes it's this simple little nuance. So you have to give yourself a dose of grace. Once you genuinely realize that there is no need for perfection, only a pursuit of progression, you will begin to feel adequate because you have made the commitment to grow and improve through the process of progress instead of false perfection. How to make consistent progress leads us right into step number three. Step three, aspire to your desire. This means simply to go find a role model who is skilled in the area which you feel inadequate and then learn what they did to create that competence. Modeling your mentors is one of, if not the, most effective ways to cut the learning curve from where you are to where you want to be because you found someone who is already doing what you want to do and you learn from them to cut the learning curve so that you can do it too. Even if it's a highly specialized skill that takes years to master, just making the decision to commit to learning it and improving just slightly shifts you from someone who is feeling inadequate to someone who is learning. And that's a dose of truth. The reason it is so essential to leverage these three steps I shared is that if you stay feeling inadequate and take no action on the feedback that that emotion is sending you, it will morph into something known as learned helplessness, which can be freaking crippling, like straight up. Because in a state of learned helplessness, you're going to start to see your situation, your issue, as permanent and not as a situation at all, but as I hinted to earlier, as your self-worth and value. So I want you to hear me really clearly. You are not inadequate. You may have an area of growth required for a particular skill set in a certain area of your life or profession, but you as an individual are not inadequate. You are literally limitless. The only limitation that you have is the one that you choose to accept and thereby give yourself. If you ignore this advice to use inadequacy as a tool for growth and put these three steps into practice, you're going to start to label that situation as permanent, which is likely to lead you to view all of your other pervasive problems that you have in your life looking for them, finding them, what else is wrong, and then you're going to stack those up and it's going to cause you to feel the ninth emotion in this series that you're probably all too familiar with, overload or overwhelm. And that's exactly what we're going to be covering, how you can actually use overwhelm for good and flip your script into an asset for your growth in the next episode of the series. So be sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss a dose in this 10-part series on the antidotes to the most disempowering emotions pharmacists face. Until then, remember, you are more than enough as a person. On your own, you're right. You're not enough. You're more than enough because of the perfect sacrifice 
that Jesus made for your soul. So use that truth to go forth and be a blessing to all those you encounter in your pharmacist life. Until the next episode, God bless.